What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Atwell here with my co-host, Chaz Reed. Chaz, what's happening, man? What's, what's going on, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm good. How about you? I'm pretty good, man. I ain't got no complaints. No complaints. That's how I like it. Uh, just a quick word from our sponsor. Polar Pop. They're our audio sponsor of the day. I love that noise. You just got that ice rolling around in the styrofoam cup. Right, right, right. Well, that's and our other sponsor is um, <laughs> Red Bull. I wish. Um, you know, it just it revitalizes body and mind. That's what that's <laughs> these what companies are going to send can. us like a cease and desist letter. Like, stop using our name on your podcast. Just give me a just give me a free case, man. Well, I mean, we're not gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna keep mentioning the things we love. That's just what we do. I mean, speaking into existence, baby. That's right. Uh, Chaz, what you been up to this week? It's Wednesday. We didn't record last week. Um, what was I? What did I have? I had something last week. What was I doing? I had that meeting on Wednesday at the same time as we record, but I don't remember. And and then I forget. Last week, it was just a lot going on. It was a busy week. Everybody was getting sick. Stomach bugs was going around. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Last week was just... We didn't do it Wednesday. We planned to do it other days, and it was like the other days, everybody was getting sick. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I'm I'm glad it's this week and not last week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but we good uh, now. We back good. in the building. Back in the live building. action. Live action. We used to say live, that. live from schoolies. Who used to say live action? Um, I don't know, but I know I've heard it before. He, he used to deal with animals too. Live action. Maybe it's just you. No, not me. <laughs> Selling <like> Randy <laughs> Savage now. <laughs> Macho Man Chaz Reed. What you been up to this week? Man, I've been doing a lot of um um uh not 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 home improvement. Um just stuff around the house, you know, getting my my Chaz the Tool Man Taylor belt on, you know. You know, Chaz I the just Tool Man Taylor. I since I was a kid, man, I've just always loved, you know, doing stuff with my hands. I think if I was to ever go back into the work field, I would I would honestly I would want to be like a general contractor. You told me that before. Yeah. Like I've I've just it's just I don't know, it's just something about it. It's like it's it's the same type of work every day, but mm-hmm. it's not the same work every day. Like you might be working on the kitchen today you know and all right you finished up with the kitchen now you're moving on to the 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 bathroom or something but it's just stuff like with my hands and then to to go back and 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 look at it and be like man this used to look like that and then i put my work into it you know my sweat and now look at it you know what i'm saying like i just Mm -hmm. like the i just like that so Mm -hmm. yeah but I'm definitely, I definitely want to cut grass or anything. I don't like, like, I don't like that type of 
work. I don't, my allergies, they just, no, it's not, it's not working. Start acting I, up. I'll cut the grass and I'll be sneezing for three days. That's, that, that's not worth it to me, you know? Um, <laughs> no, it's it, not worth it. Francisco does a good job, you know? Uh, keep up the good work. I keep Francisco, you know, I, I help his family eat. Francisco, you're doing a great job. That's hey, not Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with not, that. Not for me. Sorry. Uh, let's see. I, I didn't, I definitely to? didn't do any kind of home improvement. I hate home improvement tasks. Oh man. It's, it's like my least favorite thing to do. Ugh. I just, I can't even think of it. It makes me feel sick to think about doing that. What about cleaning up? Um, yeah. If you looked at my desk, you'd be like, yeah, that would answer that question. Um, <laughs> now, I mean, I just, I get into moods where I just want to clean. Um, like I have a tolerance for, uh, you know, a kind of messy environment in here, uh, but it'll hit a point and I'm like, this is gotta, enough. This gotta stop. And then I'll clean it to where it's spotless and then I'll be done for a few more days and then it'll do it again. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, I just got that tolerance level. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not one to maintain, you know, like I don't just go ahead and straighten up. Like after this podcast, I'm not going to straighten up my desk. Um, you know what? I actually probably will. Cause I got, I got company coming over tonight. So yeah, straighten up, man. I probably should. And I think it's, I think it's my, my stepdad and the military mm -hmm. that has me the way I am. Excuse me. When it comes to cleanliness, um, probably a lot of my stepdad, because I know a lot of dirty jokers is in the military. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just he's just a dirty, sloppy, nasty person. Like I, I've been in some nasty people houses that was in. Like, this is crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, you need an Article Fifteen for how nasty this is. Um, but. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I, I, I wake up, I fix the bed. Um, like I wake up and get out of the bed. I don't got time for that. Yeah, it's just like I feel like I feel like if I don't fix the bed, the rest of my day is gonna be like, like partially completed. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So that's just that's just one task that I've done. Like, all right, this is done. And then, you know, get my daughter ready for school. Um, and by the time she's dressed and, you know, ready, her room is straightened back out. Um, and you know, nighttime, the house is just is reset, you know. I just my car is even like that, like <laughs> My car, just, I keep my car clean. Yeah. Just I can't everything. have a dirty car. Clean. I don't know. I can't deal with it. I can't deal yeah. with it. Different strokes for different folks. You got that right, buddy. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I don't really know what I've been doing this week. I think just editing. Um, I don't think I've done anything else this week. Uh, but today's topic is what is your why? What do you, why do you do what you do? Uh, and what motivates you daily? It's an interesting topic mm -hmm. because there's a lot of us that do this type of work 
Um, and almost everyone's whys are completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's some similarities between a lot of people, but like when it gets down to it, like whatever's inside of you, it's a little bit different for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, you got a little thirsty there. Do a lot of thirsty because ain't nothing but ice jingling around in that Joker. Well, you know it's about halfway gone, and I already had a a bottle of water this morning too, so mm. I might have to dip dip out. You know, take care of some business. But uh, I'll go ahead and start a little bit with my why. Um, hey, you know what? Before you do that, man. Before I do that, go ahead. Let's start with a different why. Let's start on Audible here. Audible, I like it. Call the play. Um. Why did you get started in video? Uh, funny enough, that's where I was actually going to start with. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So okay. I got started in video um, early on. So I got started in video in high school. Um, I started, I guess, my creative career, you could say, as an artist. Uh, when I was like eight or nine, um, I started drawing and it was just kind of like my own little thing. You know, I could draw my own little world, uh, whether it be like cartoons or, you know, whatever, it's just what I like to do. And I drew from that point on up through high school. Um, I have, I've drawn some since then, but I don't, I don't really get into it much now. Uh, but it was like, it was my thing. I was, I was drawing, um, and so my plan, uh, when I was a senior in high school, I wanted to go, I wanted to be a, an animator. Um, you know, I want to work on animated films with like Pixar and stuff. And it was all going according to plan. You know, I got into to art school, um, had my little scholarship. I was ready to rock and roll. Uh, and then my senior year of high school, uh, we got a camera and we got a new Mac and with Final Cut 5. I think it was Final Cut 5 that we got. This is your school or your house? My school. Okay. Yeah, we definitely didn't have this at my house. Not okay. even close. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we got the school got Final Cut 5 on the new Mac, and it was in the art class. And so in my art class, and or at least in my high school, um, I was in, it's called Art Honors. But once you're a senior, a junior and senior, you can take Art Honors. Uh, which is essentially where you spend half of your day for the whole year in the art class. Hmm. Um, and as a senior, you had to do what they called a senior project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had just got the camera. We had just got uh, the computer. And I got approved to be the first ever video project mm-hmm. for my senior project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent the whole year essentially making like a video yearbook. Mm-hmm. of everybody in the school. So for half the day, I mean, this was it was a lot of fun. So for half the day of school, I would just wander around and video people around school, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing whatever they're doing, having lunch, you know, sitting in the commons, just chilling, doing sports, whatever. Um, and so I did that for my senior year, worked on it for the whole year. And then once once everybody at the end of the year gathered around and saw it, Um, like, you know, I wasn't really watching the video so much because I've, you know, you work on a video for a year, you're pretty familiar with the video, Mm -hmm. um, but getting to watch the people, 
and what they thought about the video. Uh, and something about that just, it changed everything about my plans. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something addicting about it. Like, you know, I was used to showing people artwork and, you know, they would look at it for a moment and be like, oh, okay, you know, feedback or say it's good or say it's bad or whatever. Um, but there was something about a video that I could take what was inside of my head. You know, I had this idea for this video yearbook um, and I could put it down on a medium and have other people feel the same emotion that I was feeling when I made it. Mm-hmm. And something about that was addicting to me. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's when I fell in love. I fell in love and I thought, man, this is, this is the best drug I've ever had. I've never done drugs, but if I did, I imagine it would be like that. I say I've never done drugs. Like I've had alcohol and nicotine, but nothing else. I mean, doctor prescribed stuff, but nothing else. There was the one time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Nothing I could ever get arrested for. Yeah, so that's that's the origination uh, of my why. I just I got addicted to, like I guess people's reactions to it, mm-hmm. um, and seeing people be like, "Whoa," and it's just seeing them do like that emotion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got addicted to that. Mm-hmm. It was the way I could speak to the world. Hello, world. I'm Aaron. I'm Aaron, and I'm here to stay. Hi, Aaron. Welcome. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's that's where I got my start. My why? What did uh? What started your why off? I like that curveball. That was a good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Macho Man. Um. Oddly enough, it's so crazy how similar we are. Like it's it is. It blows my mind sometimes. It's meant to be. Um. So you were big in I I used to draw stuff like that too. But mm-hmm. my my um my bigger my bigger thing or focus was on music. Mm-hmm. I had been in the band from shoot, whenever they gave me a dang on recorder in like the fourth grade. Hot cross buns. You know what I'm saying? Um and once I got the recorder, it, it literally went from recorder to clarinet to saxophone, um, to trumpet, to um, um, tuba, to um, messing with the piano, um, to percussion, <clears throat> and um, um, music production. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to produce music when I graduated school. Um, so similar to you, I, I had a scholarship. Everything was set in school and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, one day, you know, I was talking to my mom about, you know, the schooling and all this and that. It was in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was like, you know what? Music is a good, it's a good career. 
But she was like, but you do understand that the money isn't going to be there in the beginning. And that was a factor that I didn't consider. Um, you know, you see the, you see the glitz and glams of TV Mm -hmm. when you're younger, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think any deeper. Um, so she was like, you know, you can still do music, but why don't you find something with a career that makes money in the beginning? Right. You know, be a police officer or join the military or something. I didn't think anything about the military beforehand. Um, so, so you know what? I ain't gonna be no cop, but I will join the military. Sound like a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I joined the military, joined the army. Um, and when I was in, the, the music bug never left. But what happened was I met this guy. Um, I met this guy named Chris. And Chris, um, I was, I was, I was working overseas. Um, at this particular time, I was working in Afghanistan and Chris showed me this video and it looked just like TRL. I mean, not TRL. It looked like MTV Cribs, right? but, but it was of our tent that we were living in. And so Mike bust open the tent doors, like, Hey, what's up? Welcome to my crib. And it was like the tent, it was the tent we was living in. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I really thought I was about to watch uh, episode of Cribs, the way it was looking. And he filmed it and it looked just like Cribs, like the walkthrough, the audio, the transitions, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was just talking about it. Chris, I went to school for photography. Um, But he also knew about videography and stuff. And so one day I was thinking, so my passion is music, but this video thing seems pretty dope. Like, what can I do to where I can I can make money immediately and still be in my 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 passion? So the idea I came up with was I can film music videos for mm-hmm. artists that I enjoy, the music that I enjoy. That's what played out in my head. Um in reality. It's hard to get to the music artists that you really enjoy. Again, you don't think about these things. You just right. I'm just dreaming at that point. You just dreaming. So um, I start studying film, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. So I start shooting music videos. Lots of music videos. Nobody music I enjoyed, like none of them, none of them. It was really bad. Um, Mm -hmm. It was really draining. I almost quit. Um, But then I realized I can use these, these things that I've learned um, and, and use them to film other things. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started doing commercial work. 
And that's when the paycheck started getting a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger. And, um, yeah, that was, that's how I got into it. I, I picked up a camera a couple times before, but it was never, it was nothing that I, that I knew about, you know, um, mm-hmm. or that I studied. I, I remember being on, on, on the, um, in elementary school, we used to have a, uh, like a morning news channel. <laughs> I, I was, I was on, like, I was one of the, the news broadcasters before. Right. Um, you know, reading a little script and stuff. And, uh, that's cute. Chess. I like that, but that was, that was it, man. So I like to imagine news. Chess. I mean, everybody, you know, they already talk about my voice all the time. So maybe one day, who knows? Never know. It could be the next thing. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of, I guess it is similar. Like we both had interest in something in the creative field. Um, and this just happened to, to get into video and mm-hmm. then it happened to be like, hang on a second. This thing right here might be something. Yeah. Um, and then so coming out of high school, uh, I did not start doing video. Um, that that project I did got me a, a project offer. Uh, I had somebody get in touch with my teacher and offer to hire me um, to do a video project. And I turned it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I turned it down was because I didn't I didn't think making money with video was a real possibility. Um mm-hmm. like I know, you know, if you're making movies, like if you're in Los Angeles and you're making films or you know Atlanta or something, uh of course those people get paid money. Um mm-hmm. but I I didn't have any concept of working for myself uh or doing freelance work or starting a business. Like I had no that wasn't even in my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, my parents were, they were something and, uh, coming out of high school, you know, I was already living, I wasn't living with my parents anymore. Um, but they had drilled into me like, you know, you got to get a real job now, like enough with the, the fun stuff. Uh, you got to do a real job and get real money. Um, Mm -hmm. so that person that wanted me to do the video, uh, and it was a, it was a good paying video for that time. Um, I was like, you know, I don't think I can, like, I have to focus on, on getting a job. And, you know, I'd already had some jobs at that point in high school. Uh, but I always wonder like what would have happened if I would have said, yeah, at that point. Um, and what it would have led to, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, it took me nearly a decade before I, I got back into video. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I still, I still messed around with video and had like personal things that I videoed and stuff. Uh, but before I took it, like as a opportunity to, you know, provide for me and my family, uh, it was almost a decade and I wish, you know, it's one of the things in life you look back and you have, I don't know if you'd call it a regret or not. Um, but I wish that either a, someone would have given me permission, uh, to chase my dreams uh, or I wish that I would have known that I could give myself the permission. Um, yeah. 
to go and do what I wanted to. And I look back and it feels like a lot of wasted time that, you know, I could have been doing something that I loved instead of finding a bunch of things that I hated. Yeah. That's a a big part of why I like to help people is because people don't understand that you can give yourself the permission to do what you want. Like you don't have to fit into the box. You just don't have to. I think that's a part of um, being a, a parent that we have to really focus on too. Yeah. Because, you know, you you want, at the end of the day, all you want is the best for your child. Of but course. you have to be mindful of what you say because your words carry a lot of weight and they carry a lot of weight for a really long time. Long time. And so, um, you know, what, what, what you think you might be saying is, is helpful, might be actually harmful, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, be supportive. Be supportive, yeah. be a parent. You know? And, you know, when my, when our parents were growing up, uh, you know, times were different. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like it was now. Um, but, you know, in, in today's world, there's there's just there's options everywhere and people make a full-time living on social media for goodness sakes yeah like you know it's just there's so many ways to make a life for yourself that it you don't have to get out of school go straight to college go straight to a career walk you know work up the corporate ladder and retire when you're 55 or 60 like you don't have to do that Mm -hmm. there's just there's so many options and i think you know, that's a big thing that we like to do is, is give people permission to explore those options. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? The, you might just be in the video for a hobby. Um, that's fine, too. But whatever it is, whatever, you know, gets you up and going, you for, feel free to go after it. Mm-hmm. You might could make a living doing it. Mm-hmm. You might could mess around and have a cool life. Like you. I don't know about that. That's one thing that uh, when I was starting to take video seriously the second time, uh, that I told myself, like you know, I I was really in a bad spot when I started video, because mm-hmm. I I just hated everything about. No, I mean I didn't hate my wife or my children, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean those are my best friends, but outside of that, like I didn't like where I was living. I didn't like the jobs I was working. Uh, I hated sitting in a corporate office in a, you know, just a sterile environment with no soul. It was just it drained everything out of me to where like I would I just dreaded even waking up. I didn't even want to get up to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that, but you know, just chasing something that you love. Uh, oh yeah. That's what I was going to say is that when I started, I said one of the things that I wanted to accomplish by doing video was to do cool stuff with cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so far I've done some cool stuff with cool people, but I still got a long way to go. Yeah. And probably a long time to get there. But we got time. Uh so yeah, that that's kind of still um my why as far as you know the emotional the emotional part uh and sharing emotions and getting people to feel the things that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh that that still remains my why now. Um I like to tell my version of a story, you know, because everybody looks at a situation and they see a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I enjoy telling my version of it or, you know, as far as what I'm experiencing. Um, and I think another thing that I like is 
video can build relationships in a way that nothing else really can apart from being with somebody. So I always say that relationships are built through communication and shared experiences. And there's other than being with Chaz, the only way I can be with Chaz is a video. Mm -hmm. Um, So communicating through video and sharing experience, you know, if, if we're going snowboarding, the closest I can get to snowboarding with you and not being there is to be on a video with you snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's cool. I just, I enjoy that. Um, yeah. What about you? What, what remains your why today? Um, I think, I think my biggest why is, um, it's probably my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am the first entrepreneur in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the first read entrepreneur, you know, that I know of, I'm not speaking of, you know, the great, great, greats or whatever that right. I don't know anything about. Um, in modern history. Yeah. And it's really just about, you know, making the example and, and leading the way, you know, you can do this, you know, like you said, you don't have to go to college. You know, you don't, you don't have to do that stuff. If you want to, it's cool. Like mm-hmm. at some point I do plan on finishing my degree. Um, but it, it's just to say, yeah, I got that too, you know, mm-hmm. but this is the route that I chose. Um, I also like video because it is something that holds, it holds you accountable because someone is, is being dependent on you. Um, they're being very dependent on you. Like, mm-hmm. They trust you so much. It's a, it's a different level of trust, you know, to do this, to capture this thing that could possibly be a one-time event. Like, that's true. I I got enough faith in you, Aaron. I know you can do it, you know. And it's like, you know what? I can't do it. Let's go. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Not only um, can you do it, but I'm gonna pay you to do it. Yeah, that's crazy. When you, you know? say it like that, that's pretty crazy. So I, like I think that. I think those are my wise. I think I think you you what was the other part of the question? I feel like I'm about to answer. Um the next part is what motivates you daily. Oh. Or you know, we said what is your why? Why do you do what you do and what motivates you daily? That was the topic. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> All right. Um, with daily motivation. So my why is is pretty planted. You know, it's got some roots. It's not. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, but daily motivation is a completely different story. Um, and this is something. Daily motivation is something that I struggle with uh, a lot more than I do with uh, sticking to my why. Mm-hmm. Um, like if. If things get rocky, 
Um, and you know, let this be known for anyone listening. If you're starting a video business, there will be rocky times. There's no way around it. It's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of great times, but there's also going to be a lot of rocky times and you have mm. to prepare for those. Um, more rocky and, than smooth. <laughs> I, I don't know about all the <laughs> Maybe for jazz. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, but with the with the Rocky Toms, uh, you know, I want to be clear. I would prefer having Rocky video times than working a, a job, ever. Yeah. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are afraid to get away from that guaranteed check. I could care less. Uh, you know. I'll just leave that right there. Some people, maybe it's not it's not for you. For me, I live on the edge. I'm good to go. YOLO. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good one. Um, but with that said, if I'm in one of those rocky times, I sometimes get tunnel vision. Uh, and it's it's hard for me. And I, it's it's even worse because I know the situation. But it's hard for me, like with my perspective. Um, and I think so much. So much things hinge on perspective and you start looking at just the rocky time and not the bigger mm. picture of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, me and Casey were just talking about this yesterday, actually, that if all I'm staring at are the roadblocks um, and the problems and the mountains and the storms or the projects or whatever it is, however you want to describe mm-hmm. it, if that's all I'm staring at soon enough, that's all I'm going to see. Um, mm. That's I'm going to see them everywhere. And then, you know, it just gets you in a negative spot. But for me personally, you know, that, that always ends up like kind of that imposter syndrome. Like it just starts making you think of reasons why you can't do this, why you can't be good enough, why you won't make it. Um, but t- to combat that is I got to look at the positives. Um, and I got to stare at them, the opportunities, the growth, the successes that I've had. Uh, and then it works the same way in a counter effect that once I start looking at the great stuff, then pretty soon I'm looking around and all I see is great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like I said, me and Casey talked about this for a second, uh, yesterday, but if I could go back in time to talk to me when I was depressed working a corporate job and I could like show myself, like maybe if I did a video about it, um, but if I could go back in time and show myself what life would be like now, I wouldn't even have believed what you would show me. I would yeah. assume that it was doctored footage. There's no way that's going to be my life. It couldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's super important to me, uh, and I assume for a lot of people that may be like me, is to keep the perspective in proper position. Um, you know, if something's not bad and you can do something about it, then there's no need to worry because you can mm. do something about it. Mm. Um, and if mm. something is bad and you can't do anything about it, then there's also hey. no reason to worry. Let Just it go, do baby. About it. Let it go. Um, Ooh, come on now. So that's it. That's that's come how I now. feel. Get to work and keep your eyes on the prize because one day you'll look back and you'll be like me and think, "Man, I didn't believe I could build this life." Come on now. Hey, yeah, here we are. Hey, talk that talk, Aaron. All right, George. Big dog. <laughs> uh, George, is, George is great. George is great. I really like that right there. That was yeah. that was something 
I read that in a book, um, how to live life and stop worrying. Mm-hmm. And it was when my, it was when my mother was, um, I was working in the desert and my mother was, wasn't doing too good. Mm-hmm. And my passport was in Kabul to get another visa to stay in Afghanistan. And I got a Red Cross message that I need to come home. Mm. Red Cross means it ain't good. It's, it's, it's about to come to an end. And right. You need to get home fast. So I couldn't get it. I couldn't get my passport back. Um, normally it would be in the, in the same country as me, but because they sent it for the visa, it was taking a while. So they was trying to get it to come back and it was taking a couple of days. And in this book, um, one of the sections, it tells you different, different methods to how to stop stressing. And one mm-hmm. of the methods was um, when, when you're, when you're worried about something, write down what you're stressing about. Um, then he says, write down what you can do about it. Um, um, he also says, write down what's the worst case scenario that could happen. Um, and then he's like, Basically, if you can't execute whatever it is that you wrote down that you could do about it to solve it, mm-hmm. it's out of your hands. And for that particular moment, my worst case scenario was my mother passing. And mm-hmm. what can I do about it? I can't do anything about it. I'm not a doctor. I, I mean, I could be there, but again, I'm not a doctor. I don't have, you know, medicine. I don't have the healing power of whatever right so it's just a pill that i had to swallow and it helped me it helped me it didn't make it it didn't make it less you know uh detrimental or anything Mm -hmm. but it helped me to understand if i can control it i do what i can if i can't control it you let it go time to move simple as that yep simple as that um my daily my daily 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 why um there's this song it's called adulting so it's a gospel song i don't even know mm-hmm. how i found it jonathan mac reynolds wrote this song but in this song the very first verse is what got me. Um, it says, I realized something when I woke up this morning. What I'm overwhelmed by is exactly what I wanted. Mm. I asked for this. Oh. I asked to be in these shoes. I asked to be an entrepreneur. I asked for these daily stresses and these daily tasks. Nobody forced me to be here. Mm-hmm. Ain't no gun to my head. I chose it. Now I gotta do it. That's powerful. Shoot. Give me goosebumps. That's that, bro. That's really that. Even when I don't want to do it. When I don't want to do it. Like, that's why it's so 
that's why <laughs> oddly enough i used to be a gym rat when i was working mm-hmm. I, I could force myself to do that but now i'm not a gym rat anymore and the hard the hardest thing to do sometimes is the work that i've signed up to do because nobody's forcing me to do it. I don't have to punch a clock. I don't have to, I don't got nobody hunching over my shoulders. I have mm-hmm. this imaginary person that I've created. The, 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 the imaginary person is, is, you know, my couples, my clients, they're on my shoulders. They're, they're talking to me, you know, and I always put myself in other people's shoes. And I say, what if they're working the crummy job that they didn't like? Mm-hmm. And they stacked up this money to pay me. Why am I being lazy when it comes to giving them what they they paid their hard-earned money for? You know? Right. Get it done. Get it done. Put in that work. Let's go. Let's go. Harder. Hey, big dog. That's a harder. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a good place to leave this one. I mean, that's beautiful, man. I like it. That's the nugget of the. It's a nugget for life. Y'all, y'all take that and do with what's it, what you will. Right. You've heard it, and now it's there. Um, as always, you know we love you guys. Subscribe, send us in. I would like to hear other people's whys. Uh, so you know, hit us up on Instagram or something, uh, or in the Facebook group, and let us know. Are are mine and Chaz's why are they similar to yours, or do you have a completely different why? Yeah. Um, do you I would like to. I would like to know your why and also where you're going. Like, what are you aiming for? Um, mm. I'm curious about that too. But yeah, leave us a, a like, a comment, rating, subscriptions, the whole thing. Uh, we're on video on Spotify and YouTube. And then, of course, audio, just like normal everywhere else. And I got nothing else. Chaz, you got anything for anybody? Hey, it's been a pleasure as always, my brother. It has been a pleasure. Well, we got nothing else. 